Hello and welcome to episode 490 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you today. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Tuesday, April 4th of Holy Week, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with St. Alphonsus Liguri's Tuesday prayer to the Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain a good death. O Mary, how shall I die? Even now that I think of my sins and of that decisive moment on which my salvation or eternal damnation depends, of that moment in which I must expire and be judged, I tremble and am confounded. O my most sweet mother, my hopes are in the blood of Jesus Christ and in thy intercession. O comfortress of the afflicted, do not then abandon me. Cease not to console me in that moment of so great affliction. If I am now so tormented by remorse for sins committed, the uncertainty of pardon, the danger of relapse, and the rigor of divine justice, what will become of me then? Unless thou helpest me, I shall be lost. Ah, my lady, before death, obtain me great sorrow for my sins, thorough amendment, and fidelity to God during the remainder of my life. And when my last moment arrives, O Mary, my hope, help me in the great distress in which I shall then be. Encourage me that I may not despair at the sight of my sins, which the devil will place before me. Obtain that I may then invoke thee more frequently, so that I may expire with thy most sweet name and that of thy beloved son on my lips. Nay, more, my lady, but forgive my boldness. Before I expire, do thou come thyself and comfort me with thy presence. Thou hast granted this favor to so many of thy devout servants. I also desire and hope it. I am a sinner, it is true. I do not deserve so great a favor. But I am thy servant, love thee, and have full confidence in thee. O Mary, I shall expect thee. Do not disappoint me of this consolation. At least if I am not worthy of so great a favor, do thou help me from heaven, that I may leave this life loving God and thee, and to love thee eternally in paradise. Amen. May all the words that I speak be so many arrows dipped in the blood of thy sacred heart, O Jesus, to pierce the hearts of all who hear them with love for thee. Amen. Holy face of Jesus of the veil of Veronica. Dear Lord, through the immaculate heart of Mary, I offer these prayers in reparation for the sins which most offend God in our times. Blasphemy, the profanation of Sunday and holy days, and communism. Pater noster, quies in celi, sanctificator nomen tuam, adveniat regnum tuam, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra, panam nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libra nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in secula seculorum. Amen. The Golden Arrow Prayer. May the most holy, most sacred, most adorable, most mysterious, and unutterable name of God be praised, blessed, loved, adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and in the hells, by all God's creatures, and by the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the most holy sacrament of the altar. Amen for the defeat of communists, Freemasons, and all revolutionary men. Eternal Father, I offer thee the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ and all the instruments of his holy passion, 
that thou mayest put division in the camp of thy enemies. For as thy beloved Son hath said, a kingdom divided against itself shall fall. Eternal Father, we offer thee the holy face of Jesus, covered with blood, sweat, dust, and spittle, in reparation for the crimes of communists, blasphemers, and for the profaners of the holy name and of the holy day of Sunday. Amen. Friends, today we're going to return to the Fish Eaters website, talking about the various postures and gestures in church, especially associated with the holy sacrifice of the Mass. The article begins by saying, In a speech delivered at the 12th Convention of the Fellowship of Catholic Scholars in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, John M. Haas spoke of how certain Catholic practices made such an impression on him when he was still a Protestant. He wrote of how the adverting to our Lord manifest in the Catholic custom of bowing the head in honor of the real presence when passing a Catholic church affected him. He said, and other Catholics could surely add innumerable other Catholic practices, some silly, some profound, some a source of comfort, others the source of lighthearted humor. Catholic practices made up the daily life of a Catholic individual in a Catholic society. The morning offering, the invocation of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, the sprinkling of holy water on children at bedtime, the incantation to St. Anthony, Tony, Tony, come around, something's lost and can't be found, the pleas to St. Jude to prevent a bankruptcy, the novenas for a sick spouse, all of these many practices fill the lives of the faithful, enrich, comfort, and orient them. Often it is difficult to trace their origin. Often the ones which seem most intimate and natural to a people were never even introduced by ecclesiastical authority. They emerge as natural, faith-filled expressions of love or joy or thanksgiving or grief or desperation. The one characteristic these Catholic practices all seem to share is their ability to turn people away from the mundane, the worldly, the everyday, and direct them toward the sacred, the transcendent, the eternal. One could be traveling on the streetcar in Pittsburgh thinking about how to make new sales contacts or how to position oneself to meet the new girl in the office when suddenly, on the part of a half dozen people, there was an adverting to another reality, another dimension, not separate from this realm, but permeating it, leavening it, making sense of it. Perhaps the adverting to our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament by those on the streetcar was only fleeting, with virtually no break in the train of thought regarding increasing sales or meeting the new girl. But the adverting took place. Our Lord was acknowledged. And implicitly, at least, the statement was made that increased sales was no end in itself. And any future wife would, one would hope, be married in the Lord. Below are instructions on some of these ways of adverting to our Lord by the use of posture and gesture. Bow of the head or simple bow. How? Simply lower your chin toward your throat and hold a moment. When? When you pass by a church, bow your head and make the sign of the cross to honor the real presence of Christ in the tabernacle. Anytime you hear or say the holy name Jesus. Note that Christ is his title, meaning anointed one. There is no need to bow the head at just the mention of the word Christ. Men should remove their hats and bow their heads when passing a church or when his name is spoken. This practice is for both inside and outside of mass. All Catholics bow their heads at these times. Yes, if you're having a casual conversation with someone on the subway and you pass a church or mention his name, you actually are supposed to bow your head 
removing your hat if you are a man, before Mass, when the priest and crucifer, the acolyte bearing the cross, walk down the aisle. During Mass, anytime you hear Father, Son, and Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit mentioned together, or anytime you hear the word Trinity, when hearing the name of Mary, and when hearing the name of the saint in whose honor the Mass is being celebrated. After Mass, as the priest leaves the altar, some make a profound bow. It is also customary to pray for him at this time. Striking of the breast. How? With either a fist or with the tips of the fingers held close together, strike your chest over the heart to express regret and sorrow. When? At the Mass, formally, at each mea culpa during the confidior, at the nobis quoque peccatoribus, the priest, three times during the Agnus Dei and three times during the Domini non sum dignus, informally at the forgive us our trespasses, dimite nobis debita nostra in the Our Father, informally any time to express penitence or remorse inside or outside of the liturgy, informally when the bells are rung at consecration and the host or chalice are raised, bow the head and strike the breast three times. The mental prayer at this moment should be, my Lord and my God. Bow at the waist or profound bow. How? Bow at the waist in the manner of the Japanese, about 30 degrees forward. When? At the asperges at mass when the priest sprinkles the congregation with holy water. When the altar boy incenses the congregation during the mass. Cross yourself and make a profound bow when the priest and crucifer walk down the aisle before and after Mass. After Mass, as the priest leaves the altar, it is also customary to pray for him. Some simply bow the head instead of making a profound bow at these times. When greeting a hierarch who doesn't have jurisdiction over you, for example, the bishop of a diocese other than the one in which you live, as you bow, kiss the hierarch's ring. This bow and ring kissing are only done if the Pope is not present. Genuflection on the left knee. How? Kneel on your left knee for a moment, bringing the left knee all the way to the floor and keeping the back straight. Hold for a moment, then stand. When? When greeting or leaving the Pope or other hierarchs with the rank of bishop or above and who have jurisdiction over you, only when the Pope is not present. For example, to the bishop or archbishop of your diocese, not of a neighboring diocese, during the left knee genuflection, a kiss is given to the hierarch's ring. Then stand. This honor is being shown to their office, not to them as persons. Genuflection on the right knee. How? Looking at what you are genuflecting toward, kneel on your right knee for a moment in the manner of a man proposing to a woman. Bringing the right knee all the way to the floor, close to the heel of the left foot, keeping the back and neck erect. Hold for a moment, then stand. When? Genuflect toward the tabernacle where the Blessed Sacrament is reserved, and each time you pass in front of it, except when you're in procession, such as standing in line for communion or returning to your seat afterward. While this should, on one level, be a matter of habit, it shouldn't be done thoughtlessly. Remind yourself when genuflecting toward the tabernacle that you are kneeling before God. Praying mentally, my Lord and my God, is a good habit to get into while genuflecting on the right knee. If the tabernacle is not on the altar, genuflect toward the altar and the altar crucifix before a relic of the true cross when it is exposed for public adoration. On Good Friday to Holy Saturday, after the ceremony of the adoration of the cross, 
genuflect when passing in front of the exposed crucifix on the altar. Before entering or after exiting your pew at church, while facing toward Christ in the tabernacle. Next is kneeling, double genuflection. How? Kneel on both knees. When? Anytime the Blessed Sacrament is exposed to show adoration and humility. Many times during the Mass, during the prayers at the foot of the altar, after the Sanctus, after the Agnus Dei, at the altar rail when receiving communion, and at the last blessing. During confession, inside or in emergencies outside of the confessional. When receiving a priestly blessing inside or outside of the liturgy, if you are unable for some reason to kneel, then bow your head. During private prayer, and there's a hyperlink that says, see St. Dominic's fourth way of prayer. Next is prostration. How? Keeping your legs together, drop to your knees, and then lie down flat on the floor on your face, crossing your hands underneath your forehead, forming a pillow on which to rest your forehead. When? Prostrations, which signify total humility and penance, are made during the rite of ordination, during rites of religious profession, i.e. entry into religious orders, as penance in religious orders, and by anyone during private prayer before a crucifix or the Blessed Sacrament. It is also occasionally made by adults at the priest's invitation before the profession of faith and the solemn rite of baptism. See St. Dominic's second way of prayer. Kisses. How? To paraphrase Lauren Bacall in To Have and Have Not, you know how to kiss, don't you? You just put your lips together, but don't blow. When? Kissing crucifixes and icons, 2D or 3D. In icons that depict more than one person, kiss first our Lord, his feet, hem of his garment, or hands, then Our Lady, her hands, or veil, then the angels and saints. To reverence a crucifix or icon that you can't reach too well with your lips, kiss your fingers, and then touch where you would kiss. Many Catholics kiss the Bible before opening and reading. Kissing the rings of bishops and popes. See above under genuflection on the left knee. The kissing of rings, basia mano, is to honor the office the ring wearer holds, not their person. The Pope's ring, called the Fisherman's Ring, has been used as far back as the 13th century. The signet on the ring was used as a seal to press into wax, used to enclose papal documents. Each Pope has his own ring, which is destroyed after his death. Kissing a priest's hands, literally, basia mano, the priest's hands may be kissed when greeting or leaving him because they alone are able to confect the Holy Eucharist. This is an honor being shown to holy orders, not to them as persons. Priest's hands are also kissed on Palm Sunday when receiving a palm, which is also kissed. During the Mass, the priest's hands are kissed by the acolytes' altar boys. Orans is next. How? Raise arms either at your sides and with hands up to the shoulder height, or raise arms up over your head as a child would when wanting his father to pick him up. When? Priests perform this gesture, the first method mentioned during the Mass. Laymen sometimes adopt this position during private prayer. It should not be used by laymen at the Mass. See St. Dominic's Seventh Way of Prayer. Also, see the special page on the sign of the cross, which will teach you about the different signs of the cross and when, where, and how they are made. For more information on when to kneel, etc. during Mass, see the order of the Mass page. A hyperlink is given. For an interesting work that shows how St. Dominic used posture in prayer, see the nine ways of prayer of St. Dominic.
So ends the article. And obviously, friends, uh, all this has to do with the traditional Latin mass. And I highly recommend you get to it. There's been a lot of conjecture, a lot of talk, maybe too much talk, as uh, Bono would say, about the changing of uh, the Mass during Holy Week that I shouldn't say not the changing, but a uh, an abrogation, a, a halt to the traditional Latin Mass being put on by Pope Francis. Well, we had Traditionis Costades, and we had the uh, f- further explanation of that, further clarification, which seems to be trying to limit it. Thanks be to God, in my diocese, I'm still able to attend the traditional Latin Mass, but some people thought, um, Professor Stein on Return to Tradition was talking about this, that during Holy Week, uh, the Pope's just going to flat out ban the traditional Latin Mass in all the dioceses of the world. He doesn't have the authority to do that. You might say, well, he's the Pope, he can do anything. No, he can't. And uh, this was spelled out pretty plainly by St. Pius V, emphasize St. Pius V, He's a saint, canonized saint. And Quo Primum, which we went over on the Our Lady of Fatima podcast back in 1570, the papal bull, which said this mass can never be banished, can never be outlawed. So any pope, any bishop who attempted to do that will be going against the constant teaching of the church and a law... um, which goes contrary to reason, which uh, church law, which goes contrary to what came before it, is no law whatsoever. St. Thomas Aquinas talked about an unjust law being a kind of violence. The supreme law of the church is the salvation of souls. The traditional Latin mass formed the faithful, formed saints for some 1500 years or more. We need to get back to it. We need to give the appropriate reverence, the appropriate worship to our Lord Jesus Christ. So we haven't seen a further uh, banning or limiting, whatever you want to call it, of the traditional Latin Mass during Holy Week. I hope that does not happen. I hope the opposite will become the case, that one day the Novus Ordo will be banned because it's a creation of the late 1960s and should never have come into being, and that the traditional Latin Mass is restored, that the Roman Rite is restored. Praise God. That day will come soon. Let us conclude, my friends, by mentioning Helping Autism through Learning and Outreach, located on the web at halo-soma.org. And also episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast, in which we discuss RPM, Rapid Prompting Method. I talked about that with my wonderful sister, my wonderful niece. This is a method of communication to help non-speakers. And it has helped thousands. It's helped my own niece. We pray that it helps thousands more because communication is a human right. So let's get the word out there. Once again, it's H-A-L-O hyphen soma.org and also episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Something else I want to mention, if this podcast has 
benefited you or someone you know in any way, shape, or form, please give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Please give us a positive rating and review because we want this to go out to as many people as possible. We want to tell people how much Jesus loves them and the Blessed Mother loves them and St. Joseph loves them and that we need to repent and believe in the gospel in order to be saved. Sin never helps, as Dr. Ralph Martin has famously said. I've seen that in my own life. I've seen that in the lives of others. In times when I've been committing sins and turning away from the Lord, I've been miserable. Times when I've been attempting, failing uh, quite often, but attempting to do his will and live a virtuous life, I've been happy. I've been joyful. And I hope to be on that path, the path of uh, a joyful man who's attempting in his sinful fallen state to do the Lord's will for the rest of my life, because there is a peace that comes with being a Catholic. There is a, a peace and a serenity that comes with living a virtuous life that no amount of wealth, power, pleasure, or um, fame can fulfill. Like St. Augustine says, our hearts are restless, O Lord, until they rest in thee. So let's pray now for help and for healing for our non-speaking friends and family members. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you, through the intercession of St. Raphael Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health, that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. The Memoraria to St. Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, my spiritual father, and beg your protection. O foster father of the Redeemer, despise not my petitions, but in your goodness hear and answer me. Amen. The three Hail Marys in honor of the Immaculate Purity of Our Lady of Fatima. Ave Maria. Gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostra. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostrae. Amen. And a Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semperat in saecula saeculorum. Amen. Sweetheart of Mary, be the salvation of Russia, Spain, Portugal, Europe, the United States of America, Canada, and the whole world. Virgo potens, ora pronobis. Sancti Osef, terra daimonem, ora pronobis. Sancta Raphael Archangeli, ora pronobis. In nomina patris, et fili, et spiritus sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 490 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. And most importantly, please offer up prayers and sacrifices for our Catholic bishops. Goodbye and God love you.